Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Well, have you ever been busy all day only to wonder what you accomplish when it's over? Sadly, more times than I can think of. You know where you go and you get up. I'm not a list person, but I'm becoming that with age. Yes. yes. I hate to admit that. And you know, we were talking Sticky earlier. Sticky notes are like starting to yes, come out now. Yes. And, <laughs> and list. And then I actually do feel more productive, but I've never been one that really does a list. I mean, I have like a vague list, but not a detailed list. I'm finding myself getting more detailed as time goes on and, um, and to help me stay focused. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is, is staying focused well, on it's funny because I will, my to-do list, I'll, I'll put it in my email and then I email it to myself for the next morning. And then sometimes I won't open up my to-do list. <laughs> you kind of forget that detail? Well, it's because you, you're already trying to get so much done that you don't Add ever that to get, the list. yes, you open don't get up to, my email to get to get to list. your to-do list. So yeah, it, that's when you know it's bad. Exactly. Okay. Before we get too far into our show, you are listening to the Girlfriend at Radio with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, where we rally you to do the remarkable through resources and relationships. And we're going to have more information about today's show and other other tips and tricks on our website at girlfriendit.com. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And we already started a conversation going on Facebook about how do you lose your focus? Because there's a quote by Stephen Covey that said, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. There's a lot of main things happening in that quote. Yes. But we're going to kind of dissect it because we're, we're sitting here in the magical season of Christmas and there's always so much to do. And every year, I, I know we always have this conversation too about, okay, next year, I'm going to make sure I do this, this, and this. And then you get into the next season and you're like, okay, I didn't do this, this, and this. What happened? Well, and we can even go back to there. When you, when you say we, we challenge each other at the end of the year for what we're going to do in the next year. And we always have a Christmas party celebration for... Which we did yesterday. Yes, we did. And with that, um, we like to storyboard and sticky note all of our goals and our challenges of what our expectations, we love to just bring it to the Lord and pray and go, okay, God, this, this is your plate and go ahead and add and subtract. And hopefully we'll have the, the ears to hear and the discernment to really, um, listen to what he's trying to, to tell us. And, uh, with that, It'll be interesting because it's really easy to not keep it the main thing. Mm-hmm. And for us, we're challenged with that. I think even for an hour show, it'll be it, it, like, we hope no one rates us on, did you keep today's show the main thing, the main thing? <laughs> and did you stay to the main point of the show, which is focus? Or did you take a scenic route, which I am so bad about doing. I take scenic routes to my destination. We love scenic routes. That's I know. They're, they're, they're fun and and. And they're, they're experiential, which we're all about. And you know what? We laugh because in my world, 
here we go. You know, we talked about Are we this. going into your world right now? We're going into my world. And you know what? It's like my world right now, I'm going into the confessional world. And I can't believe that, you know, we, we're, we share our, our faults and our foibles, which I think we learn best. I learn more about what not to do from people a lot of times than what to do. So here we go. I but like it, your word foibles. I, I haven't you heard like that, that word. Yeah. <laughs> well, so one of my many foibles and, um, it is that, <laughs> that I can, you know, I can be, um, I can talk about something so much that I, cause I process out loud as you, as you have discovered. And so then I think since I've talked about it, therefore I've done it. And my husband will say that. You think you've done it because you've talked about it. And that is really true. I hate to admit that because I've talked about it so much and then I'm over it. And right. I feel like I, I did something with that. Yes. I hate to admit that, but that, that happens in my, in my land far, far away. World. Well, I think that's a, that's a good confession because I actually think there are a major, the majority of individuals that we, we do that. And for especially certain temperaments, uh, it is all about processing it and talking about it. Um, I, my daughter will do that. She goes around and if she has, she, there, there's a, a list that there, it's actually pinned onto, she gets a dollar for every chore. So if, as she takes the little card that has the chore on it, then she gets that dollar. Well, she will go around and talk about those chores all day long. And she'll try to communicate, how can I make more money? How much would you give me if I do X, Y, and Z? And what would you do? And finally, I realize I'm exhausted and I'll go, just do one. Just go do the, the money that's already offered on the money mm-hmm. tree. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go from there. But I think she, and then she's like, I've been doing it all morning. <laughs> it's like, no, you've been following me around talking about it all morning. You haven't done one single thing. And uh, so many times in life we do that. It's like there, we, we go through the day and we do a lot of busy work. And then you realize, wow, I didn't get a whole lot accomplished today. And so let's talk about some tips of how to feel those results and feel that, okay, I did get something accomplished. And I know for, for me, what helps is to look at my list and do the one that has the most impact in my life, because I have a tendency to do all the like answering emails. That's easy. It's non, you know, you don't really have to think about it. And it makes you feel like you're productive because you're busy. Right. We, we confuse busyness with productiveness. Yes. Is that a word? Yeah. Productivity. Productivity. <laughs> Let's do radio and foible, talk about words. Foible. Foible. Uh, but yeah, so that's, if I'm in a, in a very focused mood, I will go, which one of these things on the list do I, I not want to do? And I'll try to get that. And I don't know if that's from my upbringing where my dad would, you know, you're burning daylight and walk down the hall, banging on our doors, telling us to, to get up to do our chores and you couldn't play until your work was done. So maybe there's that, that mentality of, I can't do the things I love until I get this part off my list. So if I'm calling you at seven o'clock in the morning, that was probably the thing I didn't want to do. (laughs) Great. Great. But I will find myself feeling guilty about a phone call that I have to make and dreading it all day long rather than just getting it done. And then, but I'll spend 30 minutes talking to somebody on the phone and go, Oh, I didn't have any time today to get to that phone call. We can all make excuses. And, and, you know, and and talking about prioritizing, 
when people say I was just too busy or I'm too busy to do that, it's like, you know, you, we find the time to do the things that matter to us. We all have the same 24 hours. In the and day. we do. And we find the time. So it's really not a lack of time. It's a lack of prioritizing. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? And so let's take it now into the Christmas season. And we, we were talking about this because you, you will go into the Christmas season going, okay, I'm going to get, it's going to be such a magical experience. I'm going to make sure I get in, you know, Every the parties, the Christmas cooking, the, you know, the decorating, the Christmas cards, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So they all sound so grand. I've already nixed doing Christmas cards. I don't think I've done them in 25 years. I took it off my plate finally. <laughs> but every year you say, I'm going to do Christmas I, cards. I, well, and about 20 years ago, I said, it ain't going to happen. So I'm going to take it off and not right. even put that pressure on myself. So I deleted that. And I just tell people, I am so sorry, but I don't do, I don't do Christmas cards. Yeah. And it's just me. And I have to, I've come to, to terms that that's just me and I'm not going to do it. I love the Christmas cards because I love receiving the Christmas I, cards. I love them too. And I so appreciate people sending them and seeing their pictures and seeing all the things. I love it. Well, I, so I love Facebook re- though. People are now just putting their Christmas picture on Facebook and it's like, okay, here you go. And then you, you, I guess you save money on the postal service and et cetera. But I, I do enjoy, and I, I used to make it, um, where it was an event. I would sit there with my hot cocoa in front of the fireplace and start addressing envelopes. And now I just do little sections at a time. Even some of them, as they come in, I will have a, a card right there and just throw the address and send it out. Well, so I, I, like as I recall uh, one, one of our teams that we were meeting with, I think it was in October, you gave us all, you, we're sitting <laughs> November, at the table November. and you go, okay, I'm going to give, I'm going to give you out my, my Christmas card now. And we all looked at you like, who was even thinking about Christmas right now? I was right so now? on top you of it You were such year. an overachiever. It was like one of those, what happened to you? Where did, where did the real Patty go? But it was cool. It was inspiring. And it, I was just, the other day I was, I was having my teeth cleaned. And I ask, I always ask people, are you ready for Christmas? And you get different responses. Cause like last night I asked a couple and they're like, we don't do gifts. So we keep the main thing, the main thing. And so we're good to go. And I'm like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. And then, um, my hygienist, I'm like, are you ready for Christmas? And she's like, you know what? I am all done. I'm, I'm, my presents are bought and they're wrapped. And I go, whoa, what happened there? And she goes, in October, I send out to everybody on my list and I go, I need to know this month what you, what you want. Cause I'm going shopping and I'm going to get it done. And they've just learned that, okay, if I'm going to get what I want, I got to yeah. get it back to them in October. Yeah. So she does it in October. It's done. And I'm like, mm, impressive yeah. note to sell. I wish I was that organized, but I, it's always, I'm always still like one more thing I think of. I want to, Oh, I just want to get this little thing. So Anyway, to wrap this up, as we're going to be going into our commercial break, because we're going to be talking with Debbie Jones. Um, it's just a special friend, fun, and she, we, we, she was talking with us the other day, and she, she's struggling with this, keeping the main thing the main thing, especially mm. during the Christmas season. And just how it's so easy to lose your focus with getting on projects that, you yes. know, that you're on in life, and that can distract you or, or demands from a ministry or a, your job mm-hmm. can distract you. And it's so easy to get distracted and, and lose sight of the main thing. And we all struggle with this. So it's going to be really good to have a conversation and to go, okay, what, what are some tips? We're going to share some tips about how we can keep the main thing, the main thing and, and, and kind of minimize the distractions and kind of up our game in the prioritizing and make sure that you're asking the right questions to know that, you know, what the main thing is. So yes, yeah. <laughs> because we all want to have that Pinterest Christmas 
and you get on Pinterest and you see I just don't get on Pinterest and then I'm okay. And that's a key. That might be one of our tips is do not get on Pinterest to put yourself in that zone of, you know, in that pressure. But yeah, we all, we all struggle with that. Yeah. And, and looking at life and it just instead of just enjoying the, the simple moments and the moments that are in front of us and being in, immersed in them and go, this is what it's all about. Well, and even to not feel judged, like when you're saying, you know, trying to keep the main thing, the main thing. And then the, the one friend said, we're not doing gifts because we're not doing the main thing. Well, and Zig Ziglar said, lack of direction, not lack of time is the problem. We all have 24 hours a day. And with that, we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back with Debbie Jones. This is Girlfriended on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. My husband and I were in youth ministry and knew nothing about church planning. But as we felt God leading us to start a new church, we were connected with Stadia. They gave us coaching and personal care, giving us the confidence that we needed. They even have a ministry called Bloom that's designed to support me as a lead planner spouse. We now lead a church in Cleveland, Ohio that's transforming lives, and we couldn't have done it without Stadia. Stadia brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planting. For more information, go to stadia.cc. This is the Tokenet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, welcome back this day. Joining us now is our special guest and girlfriend, Debbie Jones. Well, Debbie is the visionary and leader of the ministry called Bloom, which is under the umbrella of Stadia. And Stadia is an organization and a ministry that brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planning. Well, Bloom provides inspiration, encouragement, and resources for planters' spouses so they can provide the same to their families, staffs, and churches. And Debbie is the director of spouse and family support for Stadia, and she is passionate for the spouses of church planners. And Debbie pours her lives into 
women constantly. And she's such an inspiration. And when you, when you sit across a table and having a cup of coffee, which is one of my favorite things to do with Debbie, um, just, it's so fun to dream with her and just energy flows out of her and passion and just a zest for life and for people and for God. And so it's always a treat to sit with Debbie. And so Debbie, we're so excited to, to, to play with you on the radio this day. Welcome to Girlfriend at Radio. Oh, thank you so much. It is such a fun joy to be here. I'm telling you, I look forward to always sitting with a cup of coffee with you, Lisa. We dream big, don't we? We do. And it is, it is, it is really energizing. And it's, you know, there's a few people in life that you sit with and you leave going, okay, I don't know if I can sleep tonight because um, of the conversation. And Patty and I always kind of judge um, conversations by how much sleep we get afterwards. And so um, judging with that, it's always, it's always such a treat. Well, as you know, we've been talking today about keeping the main thing, the main thing, and especially at Christmas time. And it is so easy to lose our focus. And so we're just going to ask you a question and just kind of get the conversation started. So what does losing your focus from the main thing look like for you? Um, I've loved your conversation so far and just the tips that you gave. And I think this is an issue that um, especially women deal with because we are so easily distracted with lots of hats that we wear all day, whether it's moms working outside the home, um, you know, being wise, school activities, so forth. Um, so I love this topic, and I think especially at this time of year, as you said, um, it's hard. So um, it's easy always that you want to say yes. To most things. I think we, by nature, many of us just say, oh, I want to say yes. But trying to figure out what is the best time for me. And I love uh, this time of year when we say, well, how do you keep your focus? I think for me, I have to constantly ask myself, is this really the, um, the core of what I either want to get done for the day, what I've planned to get done? Um, I, I loved it when you said God gave us 24 hours. I believe that. And is this really what I'm wired and gifted to do? Am I called to do this? And I think for Christmas especially, what am I teaching? What is it that I want this season? Do I want to just be busy and left everything? Or is there an intentional design for the season for me, you know, and for my family, for my church, for my friends, whatever? Am, am I intentional about taking this season and doing something uh, extraordinary with that season? Well, you know, and those are such great questions to really ask ourselves. And, it, and it's important that we take the time, that we create that space to ask ourselves those questions and just kind of examine where we, where we are and um, if we're staying on course and if we're hitting the mark. And that's a challenge because we were talking earlier, you know, a little bit about how temperaments play a role in that. And um, I can be easily distracted by, you know, if somebody says, hey, let's go do this or an, an opportunity and get get distracted and kind of go that direction, which it, it's, it's easy because you can go, well, this is a good thing, but it is the best thing. And, and that's where you kind of have to evaluate because we can do a lot of really good things, but are they the right things and are they the best things for, for this time that we could be spending our time? Um, so, okay. So let's go back to like, you know, we're talking about kind of, let's, let's hit right now just about Christmas. Do you come into the season with these goals and expectations? And then how do you find yourself like drifting from them? And what do you do to, to, you know, to course correct back to the main thing? Cause it's like, we all want to do it all. We want to go, I want this season. I want to, and the thing is we have so many different people in our lives that we really want to touch. 
We really want to impact whether it's a neighbor, whether it's, you know, somebody that we're, we're co-laboring with in ministry, somebody, uh, you know, a co-worker that we are working with, um, family, then there's friends. There's all these different, like you said, the hats and the roles we play. And we really want to impact them all. But the reality is we can't. So how do you how do you break that down? Well, for me, I think I'm a big list maker. I truly am. I, I set lists and I try, I work the best. I'm most focused when I'm on a list, when I have my task before me that I'm going to accomplish. So if I have, uh, if I, you know, and I also realize there's certain times, my personality, some people work great at late at night, but some people are morning people and I'm, I'm most productive at certain times. So um, for me, I get a list, and I um, try to get, I, I kind of almost prioritize that list on when I'm the most productive. If it's something I have to write or something I have to call, someone I have to call, something I have to purchase, and I try to organize my list according to my, the way I'm wired, the way God has wired me, into what I feel I need to speak into for that day. Where I find myself is I'm like you. I like to say yes to so many things, and especially I think um, you know the church. Sometimes um, we, especially this season, there's so many activities that you can uh, be engaged in in your church or the community or outreach or whatever. And so I think you really have to before the season hits, even you have to clearly say what is a realistic goal for my family to be able to do and do well and not just be strung out and um, stressed out and stuff. So for me, it sounds silly, but sometimes even the quiet time before, the night before, the afternoon before, to plan what am I going to do and to look for ways that I can accomplish what I want to do uh, in a simple way. Um, what I would mean by simple way is um, years ago someone told me instead of making um, the all the – um, homemade desserts. Why not just serve ice cream and all kinds of toppings for a Sunday? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, um, I was talking uh, to someone just yesterday and they were saying, oh my gosh, I've got to order the, the big, the big meal. I've got to get the turkey. I've got to get all that for the Christmas meal. And we just both looked each other and said, why don't we just do a ham and not do all the stuff. Or why don't we go against the traditional, what the world says is traditional. What is it, can we do something different that would make it easier on us that we would then be able to sit, is it the relationship that I want to remember in the, in the Christmas season or the meal that I want to remember? So mm-hmm. those are the kinds of things I'm asking myself in the busyness of this season. That is a, such a fabulous tip. Is it the the event or is it the relationships that um, I want to remember? And I think just like you said, Debbie, when we get so caught up in the list, part of the list, uh, I think we need to step back and go, what do I want? Uh, what is my end goal? Not just to be productive, but what do I want from my family to walk away with? What relationships do I want to walk away with? And um, it, it is so important. And I know um, I love uh, my mother-in-law. Uh, she's no longer with us. But when I, I think of so many times uh, when I think of the holidays, and I have to, I, I like what you said about this is how God wired me. I have to look at that and go, but that is how God wired her. But 
she would get all of the fine china out um, at Christmas and spend so much time pulling all of it out of the cabinet and then washing it and putting it all back into the cabinet. And so many times I would think you're kind of missing out over here on the grandkids and the event. And we're, you know, we're all sitting here just enjoying each other and it's the ongoing dishes. And, uh, you know, other people would look at Lisa and I, you know, there have been times and I can't believe once again, that we're going to confess to this, that we have used paper plates, believe it or not, but decorative ones, decorative ones for <laughs> sure. Ones. You know, and, um, you know, and I even put them on top. Chinette special. Chinette. It's like a heavy duty. They're clear and they kind of look like they could be glass, but I put them on top of my chargers that, you know, at I'm least. I'm so okay with this. Yes. And I remember even saying that to a friend one time and they were, they were horrified, but, but I throw it all in a big white trash bag and I'm not in Dishes the, are done. Dishes are done and I'm not in there for hours and. Uh, but it's, it's like you said, it's how you're wired and what I, maybe that was enjoyable to her, but I'm looking at it as you're missing out on the relationships. So, uh, great tips to see, you know, really think about it and go, yeah, is that, do I want to sit there and complain that I'm the only one in the kitchen doing the dishes or do I just use my Chinette plastic? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. it, it, is, it, it does. I, I like that clarifying, like Patty said, that you said. Um, <laughs> and I, 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 I'm going to repeat it because I think it was so profound. It's like, do I want people to walk away remembering the relationships or the event? And we can become so stressed out because I've had things, you know, Christmases where I am absolutely exhausted at the end or even during the thing where you, I you start snapping at your kids yes, and you're like, not, I'm not enjoying yeah. this. And it's like, I've lost the focus. I've lost the main thing because I've been so consumed. I, you know, I become the Martha. Is it the Martha? I always get the Mary and the Martha mixed up. I become the Martha <laughs> where I'm so busy in the doing and I I'm missing out on really what is significant right in front of me. So it, it, this is just good conversation. So, uh, you know, so many times we, we think these things and we don't want to admit it to anybody else, but Patty and I are okay to admit it to thousands of people on the radio. <laughs> We're really okay with that. Um, and, paper plates and, and, are good is what I know. I'm going to send you paper plates. You know what? And there you go. Make sure they're decorative. Have a little festive look to them, and then we're, we're so fine with that. Okay, confessions. Have you ever used paper plates during the holidays? Well, sure I have. Now, here's the thing. Um, I have used it like, <laughs> there was like a dessert. Dessert. I have. Dessert or whatever. And honestly, when we had a big extended family time, one time we really did use some very decorative things. But, but for me, it's the preparation ahead of time, the thinking ahead like, what is it that can allow me to be able to experience what I want to do rather than just, um, you know, like we said, the relationship for me is, is a priority. And so, but I think many people cook and prepare like your mother was doing that as a gift of love, I think. Yes. However, maybe she could do it ahead of time or maybe prepare a different meal or, or engage um, some way of, uh, the cleanup as a family event or, you know, and then, but for me, like even the gifts that we give, we are trying, Tom and I are now are trying to give experiences rather than just a gift. People remember an experience with you rather than just a, just okay, a, then, uh, like a we're going to stop with thought. that. And the question is China or China. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. We were thriving in a youth ministry when God clearly called us out of our Bible Belt comfort zone to plant a church in California. Stadia's 90 plus percent success rate gave us all the confidence we needed. They also cared for us through amazing support networks to encourage us like Bloom, a one of a kind ministry for planters' wives. It's here I find deep friendships with like-minded gals who want to change lives. Stadia brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planting. For more information, go to stadia.cc. Equipped with the right skills, knowledge, and most of all the right questions, you too could have the success you're looking for. Join Laura Atchison as she hosts the Entrepreneur Masterclass each Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's been said success comes from not only what you know, but who you know. But what if you don't have access to the top experts? Well, that has changed. Laura Atchison, best-selling author, international speaker, and business strategist, brings you top experts from all around the world to help you take your business and your life to new heights. Join Laura for the Entrepreneur Masterclass every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Our show this day, we are talking about keeping the main thing the main thing and not getting caught up in the busyness of life. But for some reason, it turned into China or Chinette, and we knew that. We knew we wouldn't be able to keep the main thing the main thing. And joining us is our special guest, Debbie Jones. Debbie, Debbie is the visionary and leader of the ministry Bloom, which is under the umbrella of Stadia. And Stadia is bringing people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planning. So once again, welcome, Debbie as we don't keep the main thing the main thing. <laughs> but we are having fun exactly. because you told us it's about the relationships, which it is so about relationships today and just enjoying each other's so we're company, detour. right? We're a lot so of we're okay. So we, I guess we're kind of going back to the main thing. See, we can justify anything. We always can justify. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to, um, first of all, I have a question. Are you on Pinterest a lot? Uh, not that much because I'm not very crafty. And so truthfully, when I get on there, I mean, I, I definitely have an account and uh, we're building a house. So I'm always wanting to find some wonderful color or something special that somebody's put in the house. But to be honest with you, I get on there and I think, oh, my goodness, I cannot keep up with all this. This is like, you know, major craft person here. And that's not me. So not a lot. But well, it is. Pinterest puts a little pressure on you. I love it, though. I mean, I love certain things. Like I said, if I'm doing a project or something, I'll get on there just to get some ideas. But, I mean, I'm not constantly on there because you just see some amazing things. But it is helpful. But, okay, you brought up a good point. Let's, let's talk about something right, real quick. We're going we're gonna to focus on a main thing right here. We are, are we ready? Drum here. roll. Um, okay, you talked about you're in the middle of a project. You, you know, you guys are building a house and a project. 
Um, I know we just did a, a, a remodel um, project too in our home. And it is so easy when you're in the middle of a project. I know Patty last year you moved and it's like you get in the middle of these pro- pretty significant projects. Yeah. And it's so easy to get distracted and they can become all consuming. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, if you're doing it during this time of the year where you're like, I want to make this a magical season and, you know, or whatever you're, you're, you're trying to, to create. You want to make the right choices. Yes. But it's so easy to allow the project to distract you from other things in life that really are still significant, that are still going on, that are still happening, whether your project mm-hmm. goes on or not. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So... How yep, have you yep. found, Debbie, has, has the distraction of the house project, has that affected you keeping the main thing the main thing? For sure. I think I have to ask myself um, the question over and over again. Like I have to constantly get up and say, okay, you know, I'm going to turn this over. The worries that I would have if things are going to turn out the way I thought they were going to or whatever, to release that to God. Just to say, you know, Lord, I don't know. You know, this is out of my hands. You know, take care of that. I think, like I mentioned about, um, I'm a kind of a planner, so I try to work ahead of time, a schedule ahead of time. I try to, um, you know, figure out, like, okay, what is it that um, I need to get done at this point, like today or tomorrow or next week? And I think for this time of year for me, it's just hard to, um, what I find myself even doing is saying, okay, I'm not going to get caught up in the worry and the hustle and bustle, and it's, it's just so easy for me to just jump off the trail and go, okay, you know, I'm out there. Um, why am I doing, what am I stressing over, and what is the, how am I going to respond to that stress? I, I'm in control of that. So I can either, I can either give it over, I can either do something about it and take the day to take care of it, but I'm in control of what my response is going to be for that. And so I think I have to, if I'm laser focused and know that, hey, this is what I want to do today. This is what I'm called to accomplish today. This is who I want to impact today. And this is where I want to, you know, we have that, that certain number of hours. I think if God knew we needed more hours, you'd have given them to it. But we have a pretty good chunk of time every day to accomplish what I feel he's put in our plate to do. So regardless if it's the house or, or if it's, um, you know, bringing myself back in to say, okay, I'm not going to be distracted. I'm going to stay true to what I was supposed to get done today. And I don't always do that. Um, uh, I, and so what happens is what do we do? We stay up really late at night. You know, I'll be sending out emails at 1 o'clock in the morning or something or can't sleep. So, I mean, this is just something I think we as, especially women, a lot of times we get caught in that, especially this time of year. And I think having accountability can help me sometimes. Having a friend to say, hey, wait a minute, you know, you seem like, you know, it's, it's you know, you need, to, you need to come back to, you know, uh, kind of accountability for me and, uh, and kind of how are you doing that is good for me. Well, the the tip of what you need to get done today, um, also, like you said, as women, we start looking at and, you know, always, 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 we say we're not going to, but we do start comparing. And I even had a, a girlfriend one time that um, going back to how we were wired, where she realized I don't have the energy level of some of my friends. 
I just don't have it. I wasn't wired that way. I'm more lackadaisical. My temperament is a little bit more laid back, not justifying it and using it as an excuse, just simply saying I need more hours of sleep. Yes. She loves nine hours of sleep. She just can't exist without her sleep and without a little bit more rest time. And, um, I, I know my brother and I, he teases when he stays at our house with my husband and I, he goes, you guys are exhausting. Just watching, <laughs> just being in your house, which just, it's two high energy individuals and to not even just like your Pinterest comparison, don't compare yourself to the energy of others that, might get all of those things accomplished, but that that's not how you were wired. And some of the things that the wired people, the energetic ones that are getting accomplished, they can't survive without that productivity. Mm-hmm. And it might not be, uh, you know, if you were going to evaluate who's more pr- productive, it could very well be the Mary Martha thing. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling guilty over over nothing, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that when she just said, you know, I realized I don't have that kind of energy and that's okay. So great I tips. I, yeah, I agree with that, Patty. But I also think that having it for me, having a couple core things that say, this is who, this is what I'm going to invest my life into. Yes. And, and I'm going to kind of, I'm going to work off of that. And I'm going to try to bring myself back to that every time. One of the things that Stadia has done is that we want to plant churches so that until ev- every child has a church, that's our focus. Everything we do, we're, that's a that kind of permeates through that. And for Bloom this year, it's about leadership development. So we're looking through that lens all the time, saying, "Is what we are doing accomplishing leadership development in, in all these spouses? Are we providing them the tools that they can be the best leaders they can be?" Instead of just being all over the page of thousand things. We're asking, okay, does, is what we're going to put in place here doing that? For me as a, as a mom, I want to, a core value for me is I want to love my family. I want to love on my family. And so as what I'm doing today, honoring that core value for me, is it saying I'm loving my family just, you know, today and I did a good job at that. Not, we always, we're not always doing these things and we have to pull ourselves back up and say, is it at Christmas time? Is it saying, I'm really going to celebrate the Christ child? Or am I going to really, that's going to be my core value that I'm going to work off of. And then when I get caught in that, you know, uh, the mall and I get caught in, oh, I've got to get more gifts. I've got to get a better gift. I've got to get, you know, I've got to make it bigger, bigger, bigger. I need to come back. Is that really the core reason I'm out here doing this? You know? Mm-hmm. So I think having certain core things big picture things of who you are and what you want to invest in your life helps you stay laser focused and not get uh, kind of off on those rabbit trails that I tend to say, oh, okay, I can, I can go down that one. Sure, I can do it. I can be superwoman, you know. Yes. And uh, that, I, I, for me, I find young women especially, um, I have a daughter, she's 32. I have lots of spouses that I work with, and there are so many demands that we as women put on ourselves, comparing ourselves, trying to be super women instead of just who God created us to be. You know, God created me for a specific, you know, some specific things and relationships is high on my priority. And so is everything I'm doing, you know, um, is it kind of championing that? Or am I getting like, you know, from for me, I might as well, I'm never going to be a tech person. We all know that everybody laughs about me, which is, you know, I'm never going to be 
designing a computer system. We all know that. So <laughs> if I was trying to do that, mm-hmm. it's not who I am. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, I think that setting those realistic goals and, and understanding I've got these big things in my life. And what are what have have you has anybody really thought about? I'm going to pick out the four, five, six things, and I'm going to I'm going to ask myself, you know, God, am I? Um, is this really what I'm doing each day, each week, each month, whatever? Is this really um, honoring you with what you've created me to be and the value that I see as a biggie for me? And those are such great questions. And it basically what you're saying is we need to become a student of ourselves to understand right. how we're wired and how we're not wired and to be okay with that. Like you said, you're never going to be that techie person. And, and uh, you know, I agree I'm not going to be that person either. And it's like you have to be okay going, I'm okay with that I, because uh, here's what I can do. And we focus too many times on what we don't do and what we can't do instead of what we what we are wired to do, how God created us to be. And then, then we compare with other people. We compare the parts of us that, like, say, like the techie part. You would compare that with other people that are – excelling in the tech part and you're like wow i am really missing the mark well you're comparing your worst you know your your biggest Mm -hmm. challenge with somebody's greatest gift and of course you're going to have this short stick and it's so unfair what we do to ourselves as moms as as ministry leaders as as leaders in our community we we do that and and then it's it's paralyzing and it you know it puts us in a a funk a spiral instead of going this is who I am and what I can give and what I can do and celebrate that. But you almost need somebody to, to go, it's okay. Take that part off your plate. Mm-hmm. Like Debbie said, that accountability partner that can see you for who you are right. and loves you to the point where you c- can call them on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we just have about a minute. To we have to, we're going to take another break, Debbie, and um, just some great tips that you're sharing already. And 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 we need to be encouraging each other to to take things off our plate so that we can truly do the main thing. And and then really come and to go. What is the main thing for me? What does that look like? Because what it looks like for me doesn't. It's not the same for somebody else, and that doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just the way it is. Well, Timothy Ferris said, being selective, doing less is the path of the productive. Focus on the important few and ignore the rest. And I think that's a good um, kind of thought to think about as we go into our commercial break. And again, our question is, China or Chinette? (laughs) So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Debbie Jones. This is Girlfriend on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. My husband and I have always wanted to plant a new church. After 10 years, God finally affirmed that in us. We thought we were on our own. We never imagined that there was an organization that could partner with us. That's when we got connected with Stadia. They have incredible systems in place to support our family, including a network designed specifically for me, the spouse of a church planner. We could have never done it without Stadia. 
Stadia brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planting. For more information, go to stadia.cc. This is Buzz Local Radio. We have the three topics here, and we just added a fourth to start talking about hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Yep, I'm in a band. He's in a band. We both had guitars, so I went over to his house Christmas Day. That so day. We had to start a band. And uh, I think we wrote four I or five that songs feeling. that afternoon. And Cannibalistic Fish was one of them. Cannibalistic Fish. <laughs> I couldn't do the dreads. My mom would not Aww, let me wear my pants backwards to school either. That was wiggity, 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 wiggity. Buzz Local Radio. Available for free download on toginet.com. That's T O G I N E T.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Welcome back. And once again, we are talking about, are you getting caught up in the busyness of life or are you able to uh, just breathe it in and enjoy? And our guest today is Debbie Jones. Debbie uh, is a visionary and leader of the ministry Bloom, with uh, which is under the umbrella of Stadia. And Debbie, you were talking about just having that core value. And I, I, I think that is uh, such a great tip that so many times we just get caught up in waking up that day, going through our to-do list, trying to be productive, having those end results, and losing just that time of reflection to walk walk away from it and be able to do that self-check to go, you know what, what, what is my core value? And I know another thing, Lisa, you and I have worked in conferences with women where um, there have been times that uh, the women director or whoever is, is leading, they're kind of running around with their head cut off. And we have tried to make that be one of our core values to, especially as we're passing the baton and hopefully we can learn from our experiences to just go, you know what, if it's not going to get done, it's okay. We, we've done our best. We've given it over to the Lord and we want to be in the moment. Um, and so to not come across to others that you're just stressed out and you're mm-hmm. running around with your head cut off and even to bring that into your, your homes as well. Well, as a you leader, set you tone. set the tone for the rest mm-hmm. of people. So if you're stressed out, you're creating a stressful environment for those working with you and, and it's not a pleasant, but if you're calm and, um, you know, doing okay, then they feed off of that. And they're like, okay, everything's okay. And to cast the vision, and that that's my question, and I'm leading into it eventually, Debbie. But is focus, that, focus. Is that how do you um, present that as you're going along, especially to a lot of the um, church planners' wives, for them to be able to know to set that tone? Because I know we got to the point where you actually had to say it. You know what? We're going into this event, and we all need to pray, take that big, deep breath and let them see that we are having a, an absolutely fabulous time. They're not going to see us stressed out. So have you found that you have had to cast that vision? Oh, for sure. And it's funny that you, I wrote down during the break, the same thing. What I would say is we, I think casting the idea that we all need help. And I put, we realize that you need help. And I am huge. I am a huge fan of empowering leaders. I love to empower other people. I'm not threatened by empowering other people. I think when you build up a, 
a culture around you of either people around you that you work with in a, in a church or in the school setting or wherever you are or in your family even, when you're empowering people, um, you're creating leadership, which in turn helps you. Instead of trying to be all to everything, do all things, be all things, and all that, realizing, hey, I need help, and empowering that, having a clear ask and a clear you know, direction of what you need is important to empower somebody for that cause, so that they know what you're asking. But I think um, I also truthfully, uh, uh, a little bit of that, but I really um, think sometimes for me, I have to step back and have a quiet time and look to Christ. I have to have my quiet time and say, hey, Kate, you know, Lord, I just am a busy person. I'm a, I wake up in the morning, hit the ground running and task-driven, check it off, you know. And so I need to sometimes just, you know, to be still and know. I need to just be still for a few minutes, and I find I'm more productive for the day when I do that. But for me, um, building that culture to say, um, I'm a part of a team instead of the whole team, you know. Um, I want, there's nothing that makes me more proud or happier than to see our own spouses just flourishing and leading. And I find that sometimes they have a great um, idea, and if not, have a lot of fun. I love laughter. We have a lot of fun. And you know what? We'll think, well, we'll do it different next time, huh? But for this time, it's important than, than just creating this. So for me, that is a big deal is to, are you enjoying your journey? You know, and who's on the, who's on that journey with you? Are they having fun with you? Because I think God created us to, to have fun. I think he created us wanting us to have blessings and joy in life and not um, hardship and oppression and feeling overwhelmed. He did not create us to do that, I think. And he thought, I've given you enough time. I've given you enough people around you. to. I've created you what I think is, is going to be perfect for this spot in your life that you're going to be in. So those are the things I do. And I think empowerment for me is critical for, for raising up people around you. Well, that's such a great point. And you talk about the laughter and we can't stress that enough. It's like, have fun, do laugh together, enjoy that because it's so easy. We've all seen those leadership uh, cultures or cultures and whether it's in ministries or whether it's in in, uh, organizations where it is, it is so serious. It is so task driven almost to a fault where there's no relationship building and there's no fun and laughter diffuses so much tension and finding something to be able to laugh about, but creating that environment of people first and then the project, you will get the project accomplished. If people really feel like it's safe, I'm having fun. I'm with friendship. And we always say it's just so fun to combine friendships with ministry and, and do ministry with your friends and do ministry together. It just makes it so much more enjoyable. Like you said, not getting threatened by what somebody else is doing, but allow each other to truly complete each other in the ministry, each one doing their own gifts, how, how God has wired them, and to have fun together. And if you're not enjoying the journey, and then, you know, there's that extreme that some people, I think there's that thing, well, if I'm doing ministry, I shouldn't be enjoying it. You know, yeah. it's ministry. I need to sacrifice. I need to but... sacrifice. And so it's like, no, no, God wants to give you the desire of your heart. It's okay to enjoy it. It's okay to smile. And it's okay to, to laugh. That doesn't mean you're, 
making it shallow or diminishing from the significance of it because laughter is so significant. And so making sure that's one of those things. Are you enjoying doing ministry with your team, with other people around you? Are you allowing them to enjoy the journey with you as you guys, you know, do significant things together? And so that is such a great, that's a great point, Debbie. And you're so good at that. I think that's why um, one of the many reasons why you're so effective and why people love you is because you make them enjoy the journey and you laugh a lot. You laugh at yourself, you laugh with them, you laugh at situations and it diffuses so much. So a great tip to, I mean, we, you, you just see so many times where, where teams are just too serious for yes. their own good. So right. that's yeah, keeping I, them think, I doing- think God created us that way. I think he wants us to just, you know, just to have the time of our life doing this we have the best news in the world to share and we get and I always think it, it's almost a little bit overwhelming for me at this time of year like when you're in a service of that he picked me I'm so lucky he picked me to do this you know and he picked us to be able to be a part of this bigger picture that he has out there it's just I mean it is just like it blows your mind to think oh my gosh he picked me he could have picked anyone else but he picked us Mm-hmm. Aren't we the lucky ones? And mm-hmm. that, to me, this time of year is more important for me to say to my team or the people that I love, I am so glad that we get to do this together. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a joy. It is like the best of all the gifts we could have gotten. We get to do it together. And I think when people truly feel that, like you said, the, the projects that you have get done. They get done, and they get done in a real fun way. And uh, and it's hard work. You roll up your shirt and you work together out there in the trenches, working together. But it's uh, the journey is a lot uh, less stressful, and I have a clearer focus because I'm in a, I'm with that team, and I've got somebody going. Now, wait a minute, you're going off on a rabbit trail. Come back here, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it helps me keep that main thing, the main thing. Well, and I think it's important to allow your team that together you come up with what is the main thing that we want to accomplish together here in this ministry or, you know, as you look into a new year, what is the main thing is so collectively as a team, you're, you're coming up with, this is the main thing. And then we're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to evaluate every now and then to go, are we staying the course? Are we still focused or do we need to change the main thing? But let's all be in agreement with that. And then it, it gives you more freedom to enjoy the journey because you're all on the same page. And you've come up with this together and it's not one person dictating and controlling it, which makes it no fun for anybody. Well, and, and just like you were saying, Debbie, when you're in that mindset of being so grateful, he picked me and you're doing that as a team. It takes away some of the, uh, I am so stressed out. I have noticed, and at least you and I have talked about that sometimes in the younger generation, it's, there's this overwhelmingness of being overwhelmed it's almost a cool factor. You see it on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter where it's like, Oh, I'm so exhausted. I just had to do X, Y, and Z. So just backing that up. And when you're in that mindset of it, he picked me, I'm grateful for this. Then you're not in that state of, of being overwhelmed. 
Well, Deb, we just have less than three minutes till we have to end our show. And it's, we've had so much fun with you. And it's been so um, it's so energizing just knowing that we're not alone in, in our frustrations of, of getting off focus and not keeping the main thing. We all struggle with this. And it's good to know that we're all fellow focus-challenged individuals. So in the, in the couple minutes we have left, what are, what are some tips or something you just want to leave um, just with other listeners to go, okay, Here's some great things here to keeping the main thing, the main thing, and enjoying the journey. Well, I would say for me, uh, it, when I'm rather than just a task. And so I think from, I would say to really evaluate, um, am I really doing what I'm doing? Am I, um, and, and to say it and admit it, to say what, you know, to express this is where I'm at and this is where I want to be. And this is how I'm going to get there and stuff for me. And I think I look forward to next year because I feel like it's, it's just a, a great new year just to have new goals and new challenges and all that. But I wouldn't want to do it alone. And so that relationship piece, you know, at this Christmas season, it's all about the relationship with Christ. It's all about this baby that's been born that gives us a reason for, for what we do. And then for me, it's about relationships even with my team and the people that I love and my family around me. So whether I served on China uh, or, you know, as a paper plate, it, it's what am I going to take away? What is that relationship piece? You know, and why did I do Whether I choose to spend my energy and where I do it to build that greatest impact of a relationship. And I think with that, I would say hopefully if I do that, then I create what God wanted me to do, you know, with my life. And I'm giving him, um, saying, okay, I'm not perfect, but I'm going to try to say yes to the best things instead of just yes to good things. Right. And, stuff and, help. and, and that is a, for- such a great point to end our show. We, again, we want to thank you for joining our show. And we hope that we have challenged um, you today on Girlfriend at Radio to really assess your life and examine ways where, in which we can all keep the main thing the main thing, especially during this crazy, busy season that's full of distractions and opportunities. So thanks for joining our show. Go live a focused, filled life and run into the new year, keeping the main thing, the main thing. Have a great day and Merry Christmas. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriended, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the 